It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Good evening, everybody. It is Rich Wilson and Tim McLeod, and welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. We're here every Sunday evening, sometimes Wednesday evening, sometimes Friday morning. Whenever we want to talk about baseball, we are here. And as I said, my great uh, partner, Mr. Tim McLeod, is with us this evening. Tim, how are you? I am just doing great, Rich. Uh, some of my teams are starting to pick up the pace, so that uh, that definitely gets one excited a little bit, uh, especially after a slow start. How's things in your neck of the woods? Yeah, Tim, I was thinking the same thing, and uh, all my uh, all my leagues look pretty good, except for DL5. I'm still in rebuilding there, but everybody else looks like they're coming out of the gate strong, though I've got nine guys on the DL in one league. How can How's that possible? Um, I have no idea, but I'd like to know how you're replacing them. Uh, well, I mean, some are, you know, some are Bradley Zimmer and I, I got Taiwan mm. Walker, this dynasty yeah. league, but yeah, I lost Trey Turner in that league. I lost Steven Sousa. Uh, so yeah, a Jake lamb. So I've got some uh, maneuvering to do. Fortunately, the replacement of, uh, of Trey Turner in that league is actually fairly, I've got some backup short subs. So um, Andrelton Simmons is going to be taking his spot. And I got to pick up a guy for third base. So, uh, you know, that's, you know, the Jake Lamb's not a great option, but it looks like he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, it does look like he's going to be out for a while. You know, when you start looking at uh, shortstops, Simmons is a fine uh, is a fine solution to uh, to your problem. I think he's stolen a couple bases the past couple of days. Good little player. Uh, it just further identifies the uh the depth at shortstop this year and the ease in which you can uh, replace some of your walking wounded yeah and we're going to get into uh, in fact timmy why don't we start off right off the bat my friend is because we've got uh, only one twitter question it's rich from north carolina timmy hmm. and uh i hear he's a great guy by the way this he's one of our best listeners a very very smart mm-hmm. fella 
And he writes, I lost Trey Turner in a deep 15-team league. I could pick up uh, Miguel uh, Rojas, Freddie Galvis, and Jose Iglesias. He, I say, he says, they all stink. But who stinks the least? Thank you, and go Max Kepler. That's what it says, Timmy. I, I, I'm, I'm reading it the way that Twitter question came to me. Um, yes. Is it from Rich from North Carolina, or is it from Cedric Mullins, maybe in Baltimore? Hmm. Cedric Mullins might be in Norfolk very, very soon, Timmy. It's just not, yes. going, it's not going well. Max Kepler with another home run today. Just saying. Yeah, no, I I caught that, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm I've gone from very concerned to uh, I'm adding extra players in leagues where I have them just in case. So I I've moved to the final stage, uh, Rich. The next one, uh, the next move I make is called alcohol, and yeah, <laughs> the, the final of, solution. Speaking of the Orioles, you realize Chris Davis is still hasn't got a hit yet. Well, yeah, and Trevor Rosenthal still hasn't got anybody out. Who wins that race, Rich? Okay, <laughs> that's a great question. I mean, it has to be Chris Davis, but uh, wow, I've seen uh, Trevor Rosenthal getting dropped all over the place. I think he comes around. Chris Davis mm-hmm. will get a hit, but man, it's—I mean, I know he's a good dude, but th- this has got to be this has got to be rough on him too. Well, it's got to be rough on both those guys because it's not like they're they're void of talent. And, you know, just having to go out there each and every day with that monkey on your back, you know what I mean? I'm sure Chris Davis is the last person who wants to be over the season or Trevor Rosenthal not being able to get somebody out. Uh, uh, you know, that, that's got to that's got to be cause for sleepless nights, I would figure, from both those gentlemen. But let's see if we can help out uh, our good friend Rich from North Carolina. Again, he lost Trey Turner. He could pick up Miguel Rojas, Freddie Galvis, or Jose Iglesias. Those are not great players, Timmy. How would you order those for Rich? Well, okay, you could probably get Iglesias for a song. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right, let me me do uh, – I I need to spend more time on the console so I can do rim shots, Timmy. That was very well played. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, there's only two choices. If you if you need a little bit of a little bit of a flex, which you probably don't, uh, Rojas is not a bad option. But you know, Freddie Galvis has been really hitting the ball well the past week uh, in the dome, and he's on a little bit of a tear. So you, you know, you're only looking at from what I can gather, what maybe three weeks max. I, I'd roll the dice on Freddie Galvis right now. And that surprising pop, he did hit 20 homers a few years back. So, uh, I, I'd order them Galvis Rojas and I wouldn't worry about the third option. Okay. All right. But you know, Timmy, sometimes you gotta, I mean, you gotta bid on all of them because who knows who else is looking for a shortstop. I don't think there's any other shortstops that got majorly injured. So maybe I'll have, maybe Rich will have the pick of the litter of those three. Yeah, is Arcia still out there? Believe no, it or not, he's, no, no, he's no, hanging, Dynasty he's League. Hanging, Dynasty uh, League, hang- so he's gone. Uh, yeah, he's hanging around in quite a few redraft leagues, and I think maybe it's time that people jumped all over him. But uh, I, I think Galvis could give you a little bit of pop, uh, Rich. That's that's the direction that I'd head in. Well, it's not me, Timmy. It's Rich from North Carolina. So. Well, of course, sir. Yeah, Rich yeah, from New I... Jersey used to call in a lot, too, so he used to tweet out a lot as well. <laughs> now now we got Rich in North Carolina. I don't know if he's moved or not, so that's what we have to figure out. But, Timmy, not only did we lose Trey Turner, we lost Ryan McMahon. And, you know, 
it reminds me of hyperextended elbows. That's what um, Victor Robles had, and he was gone in the minor leagues for about three months. Yeah, I uh, apparently, uh, from what I could read, he couldn't put his glove on the next day. Right. That's that's not a good sign. Uh, the market for uh, one one armed middle infielders is, is very very limited. So, I think this could be an extended stay on the DL for McMahon, and it's a shame because you know he's finally getting an opportunity, and you hate to see somebody finally getting that opportunity end up getting hurt. Yeah, you hate to see anybody getting hurt, but it it even hurts a little more for McMahon, I think, right now. I agree with you. And uh, look, Garrett Hampson is going to get more and more playing time. But, Timmy, he's got one hit and 20 at-bats. It's in eight strikeouts. 20 at-bats, eight strikeouts, no walk. So it has not been good for the 24-year-old. Uh, no, uh, he has been consistent, though. Yeah, Not Chris so, Davis consistent, but he has been fairly consistent. Are I'll you give him that. concerned? Yeah, I think you have to be concerned. I, I honestly think that... Uh, without that injury, uh, you know, had McMahon stayed healthy, I could see Garrett Hampson heading uh, heading to AAA this week. I don't think they can do it right now, but uh, uh, it's definitely he's got to he's got to start hitting. It's as simple as that. And if he does start hitting, you know, basically he controls his own destiny. And if he doesn't start hitting real soon uh second base could become mr rogers neighborhood couldn't it yeah that's what i i mean that's what i you know i also suggested here in the notes it's you know look at the end of next weekend i think it's saturday those days will be up that a team can control a player for seven years uh and rogers is you know it's only been four games but you know he's hit a home run already batting 333 is playing at a great hitter's park in triple a I think he continues to hit, and I think it's a week, maybe ten days that Hampson's got. He's got to turn it around, or you, I think you will see uh, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be monitoring that situation very, very closely this week, Rich. And you can rest assured that if Garrett Hampson does not pick up the pace uh, this week, Brendan Rodgers will be in my waiver wire article for next weekend. Would you, and, uh, you know, if you've got a ro- if you've got a bench slot available, would you put a buck down on Rodgers this weekend just to hold him for two weeks? Yeah. If I did happen to have a, a situation where I had the bench space, yeah, I'd probably do it. My personal problem is that I own Garrett Hampson in too many leagues. I can't start uh, cutting Garrett Hampson right now to replace him with Brendan Rodgers uh, based on the, the hope that that, uh, that pays off. It just doesn't work when you when you own the player you're hoping is going to succeed. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, and we've seen this too many times, that 20 at-bats is not a fair sample size. It's way too small. Garrett Hampson's a much better player than this. But the Colorado Rockies are in it, and uh, they don't have time to mess around with a dead spot on their lineup. Again, we see this all the time, and I think that's what I'm concerned about with Hampson. I think you are as well. I definitely am. He's uh, right behind Cedric Mullins on my uh, majorly concerned list right now, Rich. Yeah, if you look at Tatis Jr., he's batting, what, 220? And he has had a couple home runs. He's had a couple nice games, but for the most part... Mm. He's gotten off to a, you know, ah, kind of start, but the Padres can stick with him, Tim. They, they you know, they, they're they not going to win it this year, so this is a perfect opportunity. 
again, Hampson and some other guys don't have that opportunity. Cedric Mullins has that opportunity, but he's been so bad that uh, it just seems like he needs more seasoning. Well, yeah, I, I think what happened with Mullins is, you know, in the preseason, he got a little homer happy. And he hit two or three of them, and then all of a sudden he was stepping outside of his box. You know what I mean? Hey, he's going to hit some home runs, but he's no Chris Davis with the K. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. And, and, and I think what's happened is he's just got himself into a funk, uh, forgetting what got him there in the first place. And that's, you know, he will drive the ball. He will hit some home runs, but he's not a slugger. And now I think he's just... Uh, totally out of sync he might need the time at AAA just to get back in sync rich tim your waiver wire is is wonderful as well it's a great read is already up on prospect361.com and uh, i do see a number of players out there but one player i was surprised was not out there to be honest with you and that is a kid who hit not a kid anymore he hit two home runs and told, stole two bases in one game and that is jason hayward why is he on your waiver wire? Uh, one day does not make up for the past four years, Rich. Uh, you know, what's that saying about uh, the blind squirrel occasionally finds an acorn? Uh, I, I think he found one. Well, so I, I get it, Timmy. I, you know, I've been burned by Jason Hayward. In fact, I dropped him in the Dynasty League where I took him as my first round draft pick four years ago, and I finally gave up on him this year. And of course, he has he has a great game. I did draft him, oddly enough, in my National Fantasy Baseball Championship, and I rested Nemo because he wasn't playing on Friday. Got off to a tough start, and I just put in Jason Hayward as a as a lark, and I got lucky. Merry Christmas, Rich. Merry exactly. Christmas. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it, it's it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and you know, you know what? I, I just can't believe based on one game that we're going to forget about the past four years. I don't think Jason Hayward has found the fountain of youth. I think he, he had a good game. And anybody at the big league level is capable of having a, a good game. Am I going to pay to roster him and give up some of my precious fab? Not yet. No, I'll let somebody else take that plunge. I have two follow-up questions. And, and the first is the Cubs look terrible, Timmy. I, I, I don't know if they won the day or not. I was busy uh, with non-baseball-related activities, but... They were one in seven as of yesterday. Non-baseball activities in the second week of eight. Rich, I'm disappointed, my I, friend. I, I, Timmy, I, I look. My wife's got like a high school reunion going on at the house, and you know, I, there's a bunch of people, and I, you know, I'm having to entertain. I'm having to play a host. Timmy, what can I tell you? Do you want some more wine? How about a cake ball? And you know, how about at this? Can I get you a chair? You know, it's 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 hard, Timmy. It's hard work. Uh, I tell you, it, it is definitely a struggle, Rich. I, 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 I'd say I feel for you, but I don't. Okay, I mean, I, I so I'd be lying. I mean, I'm cleaning up after people, you know, oh. talk, and then they ask me questions. So I'll tell me all about. You know, they they find out I'm in baseball, and it's and it's like nobody knows anything about baseball. But they're all from Maryland, right? And and I. Uh, Okay. Every one of them independently has asked me, is Chris Davis this bad? <laughs> I'm uh, like, I, I think he is actually. <laughs> I think yeah. he's that bad. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but but Timmy, they lost again today, I think, which makes them one and eight. I, I think we've got to be concerned about the Cubs. 
Uh, yeah, the only thing I'm not concerned about right now is Wilson Contreras. He's bouncing back rather nicely, which is good to see. Uh, the Cubs will right the ship, as will the Red Sox. It's a, it's a long season. Uh, but the Cubs can't get too far behind the Brewers because Milwaukee's got themselves quite a team. And, you know, hey, Christian Yelich is tearing up. You know, Moose is off to a rather slow start. He's going to pick up the pace. Uh, it's a good, good team. So I, I would say I'm not concerned yet. But if this lingers much more than the next week or so, Milwaukee's going to open up a big lead, and they're going to be tough to catch. I agree. And I think the thing that's the most disconcerting is what we worried about with the Cubs. I mean, the offense is going to be fine. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the pitching. I mean, John Lester is maybe a f- number four pitcher. Darvish has looked not very good. Hendricks has looked not very good. I mean, it, it, they just don't have the pitching. No, Q is pitching like uh, an RST or whatever. You know, he's, he's not he's not nearly as high in the alphabet as he should be. Yeah, there's there's some pitching concerns oh, there. It's like what's RST? I'm sitting here racking my brain, going, "What's RST mean? Am I am I supposed to know this?" <laughs> now I get it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not my not one of my better efforts. Right? No, I, but it was actually I literally thought you uh, I literally thought you were pulling out a deep statistic that I was supposed to know what it was. <laughs> yes, R R RST. It's the way we measure Q from now on. Exactly. It's it's not good, Timmy. It it really isn't. No, uh, you know, and with that pitching, you know, I I feel relatively confident. You know, Kendrick will be fine, but I I think Lester as a number three, four. Yeah, okay, but uh, Q and Darvish, there's some problems there, and I don't know if they're going to be. Short-term fixes. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can be fixed at all. Rich, uh, how's it looking down on the farm? Do they have anybody? No, uh, tri- it's, triple it's A. One of, it's one of the worst farms. I mean, got Ian Happ. It's one of the worst farm systems in baseball. I mean, they you know, they emptied it for. Remember they had Gla- like some guy named Glaber Torres. Remember him, Timmy? They they had him. Remember mm-hmm. uh, Jimenez, the Eloy Jimenez. They they had him. Remember they they traded him Jimenez for. Uh, Q. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you know, at, at the end of the day, they still have that flag flying in the outfield that says they won a World Series. So you know, they'll they'll give up. Uh, they'll give up Torres for. Uh, for they'll for give that. up Torres, but Eloy Jimenez, they 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 traded him the neck the season following that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Haps down there, they could bring him up. He'd probably pitch better than Darvish right about yeah. now. I don't think it's the offense. I mean, they're they're struggling offensively. It's but they're struggling with pitching, and um, I and and those pitchers just aren't that good anymore. I mean, I think the hitters are going to be just fine, but the pitching, I don't think they are. Well, and the other problem with that pitching is that if you're starting pitching, okay, is struggling. Obviously, it means you're going to the bullpen earlier and earlier. You're working the bullpen harder, and not only does bad starting affect you know, getting under the gate and you're starting pitch, it also has a, a pretty solid effect on the bullpen. And I think we're seeing the combination of one affecting the other, and it's just not good. Hater with his fifth save today. Timmy, you had the over-under at 15, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there could be some ice in your lemonade uh, over that one, Rich. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we actually have a steak and liquor bet on that, but no, uh, okay. I said over-under 30. And then remember last week, mm. and they said oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, maybe twenty, and then it was fifteen or seventeen. 
Yeah, I think today's save, I think he pitched eight innings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two and two-thirds is pretty it's, remarkable. And that's, I mean, so you figure he's not going to pitch. I don't know if they have an off day tomorrow or not, but he's not going to pitch for a couple of days. Yeah, I, I can't remember what their schedule looks like. They, I think they might, they might have another seven-day schedule. So uh, who's in? Who's kicking around there? Barnes, uh, maybe? Well, yeah, yeah, might be they're they're playing a... out in the Los Angeles Angels. So. Yeah, I, I still think uh, once uh, Jeremy Jeffries is back, uh, there's going to be a big resounding sigh and coming out of Milwaukee because they, they it's a long season they can't afford to you know to have any any problems at all with haters so uh, like I said once Jeffress is back I, I think uh, Milwaukee will be very very happy Dansby Swanson Timmy is off to a really good start a guy who was taken one one overall signed by the Diamondbacks and then traded for I don't even remember who he was traded for uh, to Atlanta and the first two years was I always thought he would hit, and he didn't hit. He's got probably a little bit of power, a little bit of pop, but I mean, he's really played strong in spring training, and it's carrying over to the season. Are we finally seeing the breakout of Dansby Swanson? Uh, I think we could be, Rich. Uh, I added him in a couple leagues. Labor, I think he's my best hitting player. Uh, very, very impressed with what I'm seeing so far. And what I'm, what's, what's even more impressive for me is there were some questions as to whether or not that he would break camp with the team coming off that offseason uh, wrist surgery. And uh, it looks, uh, it looks like the concerns about the wrist are clearly in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I, I held on to Camargo thinking that Camargo might get a chance to play, and it, it just hasn't mm-hmm. happened because Swanson's has gotten off to such a great start. Yeah, Camargo is on my uh, cut list in DL2 tonight, Rich. You can have you can have him next week if uh, if you're so inclined. Yeah, he's on my cut list too because he was, he was my backup for uh, yeah. Lamb, so I'm having to switch horses there. So right. I've got somebody else in, in mind, but... Uh, uh, it's good to see Sw- uh, Swanson finally hitting. Um, maybe it was the wrist problem last year. Maybe that was the, the, the you know, was was the root of all of his problems. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm very, very happy. Uh, if you took a chance on Swanson late uh, in the in your drafts or picked him up uh, very, very uh, late in March with one of the early waiver wires, man, you're, you're reaping the rewards right now. Yeah, I traded him and the only league I had him in in DL five and uh, I I didn't get I didn't get equal value because he's played very very well so got taken advantage of there. Uh, Timmy, I I looked at CBS, I looked at Craig mm-hmm. Kimbrell, just just wanted to see how much uh, how much he was owned in ninety percent of leagues. I looked right. at Dallas Keuchel at eighty four percent of leagues, mm-hmm. and I got to thinking like. These guys are drafted. People are holding on to them. At what point do you cut these guys? Uh, I don't think you can. Until you get, I will say, you can you can cut them if they are not, if they haven't signed by the end of June. How's that? Wow. It's brutal, well, because, Tim, because it's not yeah. like they're on the DL. I mean, you, you have to use a, a bench slot for them, and we know that most fantasy leagues, the benches are relatively shallow. Well, you start looking at the teams right now that could use a relief pitcher. Are they willing to give up the draft pick? Or are they going to wait and slug it out for now and address that situation when it doesn't cost them a draft pick? And that doesn't occur until June, correct? That is correct. Yeah, so, you know, hey, uh, 
teams can get by, I think, for now. So it uh, the urgency is simply not there. And I, I read somewhere that uh, in Keiko's case, uh, the lowest that he's interested in accepting is the qualifying offer. Yeah, well, should have taken that. <laughs> yeah, he, he should have. And now if that's uh, where he's sitting, he might be waiting until June, July. The same with Craig Kimbrell uh, before they look at uh, inking some sort of a deal. So here, here's my problem with that, Timmy. And, and I think your your logic is very sound. And I agree with you that the further it gets into April, the more likely it is. And I, I think, is it June 5th? Why do I think June 5th is a day? I, I don't know. Because I think that it's mm. got to be the day of the draft. Uh, so mm. let's say that it's, I'm pretty sure it's June 5th. So if it's June 5th, okay. when are they going to be ready to, pitch let's say they both get signed on june 5th well after our discussion last week and the week before concerning uh players not getting the work in uh in spring training uh i would comfortably say they'll be uh they'll be on the mound within two weeks but you don't want them for the first couple starts i i, I think it will take them a July good 1st, month right? Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're looking at a good month uh, until they're in uh, in game shape. So you're looking at half a season basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, uh, I I have them in the 20 team. I got Dallas Keuchel in that 20 team league and that's only got four bench slots and man, I'm just I I don't know if I should cut them, keep them. I I'm really torn. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation, but how much is he going to give you over that last 3 months? Is that is that going to make enough of a difference? And at some point in time, everybody's going to have to sit down and do the calculation and see where and see how it works out. I'm beginning to think, Timmy, if if Keuchel in particular is not signed by two weeks out, I'm going to cut him because that's going to then say, look, teams are going to wait till the first of June because it's only six weeks. Yeah. The wait to the first of June, I get a July first. He's a starter every fifth day. How much value is he really going to give me now? If Kimbrel gets the gig, you hope he gets the gig as a closer. You figure somebody will sign him that needs a closer. Or a closer gets hurt. It'll be yeah. like adding a closer at the trade deadline, and you figure, well, he'll get some saves for me. But I don't know. Keiko seems to be the logical one that you'd want to cut out of the two. Yeah, I own Keuchel in one ESPN league. I'm partnered partnered up with Buck Davidson, and I'm looking at two weeks. Okay, I'll I'll sit with Keuchel for the for the next couple of weeks, but after that, he's gone. I, I I think I can find pitching on the waiver wire. So we'll do a Thelma. Will... We'll do a Thelma Louise in two weeks. Timmy, we'll hold mm-hmm. hold. Or, 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 do you see that movie right back in the eighties where they drive mm-hmm. off the cliff at the end of the movie? So you and yes. I will be in the cliff to get in the car together, riding off the cliff. Well, you know what? You, there's there's always options, pitching options. I remember picking up uh, Jake Degrom in I think it was May or June a few years ago, and, and he won me some leagues. Uh, you can find pitching in May and June. That is going to make a difference. Uh, I just can't hold on to Keuchel any longer than a couple a couple of weeks, and then I'll then I'll start looking through the waiver wire and making some decisions. Kimbrel, like you said, he he's going to give you some saves when he does eventually sign. A team is not going to sign him, I don't think, to be in a setup capacity. So you could be looking at you know the right the right good team. You could be looking at twenty saves. Over those last three months, that's worth holding on to. That that can still make a difference. At least to me, it can. Timmy, we rarely talk about Michael Trout because 
he's Mike Trout. I mean, he's you know, yeah. it's ridiculous. But another home run today. He's got five home runs, three ninety three batting average. He walked three times. No telling what his on base percentage is. For two points here, the first is Mike Trout is ridiculously good. Um, mm-hmm. By far the best player in baseball, by far the best player in fantasy. And you're reminded when you see the kind of start that he's gotten off to, he'll slump a little bit back and forth. But this is a guy who's remarkable. And if the if the Angels do not get somebody that can at least provide some level of protection behind him, that three walks is going to become a regular occurrence with him. Well, you know, Shoei Otani will be back, I believe, in a couple of weeks. That he will said certainly... he is. Yeah, and if he said he is, uh, he ain't fooling around. He wants to be back on the field. That'll help right off the bat. And, you know, I, I think Albert Pujols will see a few more pitches to hit. And he's actually often not a bad star no, either. So, Yeah, so it's... Yeah, you know what? I, I don't think Mike Trout envisioned a World Series in the uh, 2019 season. So, uh, you know, hey, he's a great player. That's all you can say about Mike Trout. And to show you how great he is, I am going to toss in uh, Richie Martin to my Cedric Mullins offer, Rich, on that trade. <laughs> there you go. Timmy, let's take a quick break and when we get back, we're going to talk about your waiver wire. Sounds good, Rich. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The first segment to me was 27 minutes and it was all baseball. I don't, we, we talked 26 and a half minutes of baseball. I mean, that was, that was intense. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to slow things up in the second half or we'll be in danger of losing our reputation here, Rich. I know. I mean, it's oh, uh, that was that was pretty intense. Timmy did another great job with the uh with the waiver wire article. It's just become the norm here. It's always good. Uh left off Jason Hayward. Sorry to Mr. And Mrs. Hayward for Tim um not uh putting their son on the waiver wire list, but there's some really good names. The first one is Orlando Arcia. 
yeah, 13% owned. Uh, you know, he got off to a, a horrid start, 0 for 14, but 6 for 13 with a pair of homers uh, in the next four games after that. Uh, I still think there's something there, and I think his uh, the ability uh, to see more of the 2017 Arcia than the 2018. So I think if he's out there and you're looking for a short-term replacement for maybe even Trey Turner, give him a look. I think definitely in 12-team leagues, Timmy's going to be out there. I believe he is unowned in that 20-team league that we're in. So maybe the guy who lost Trey Turner will pick up Arcia because I think he would be the logical pickup there. Or the guy that owns Jurickson Profar, who's O for the season. Hint, hint, Tim. Yeah, you know, Zach Kozart's oh. gotten another guy that's gotten off to a terrible start as well. He's O thirty eight, and I don't know. He only he only had one at bat. I don't know if he got injured today or not. But uh, another guy that uh, just has gotten off to a terrible start. Yeah, I picked Kozart up in uh, tote last week to fill a hole that I needed at second base, and I cut him this week. Yeah, it's 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 not been good. Another guy in Los Angeles, Timmy, that I think was on your waiver wire last week was uh, is a good good win, and he had a home run today. Nice game, Marty batting four hundred. Is he a guy that you would consider? I know he's not on your list this week. Uh, yeah, I, I left him off uh, this week simply because I mentioned him last week or the week before. Uh, yeah, I picked him up in tote, so uh, I'm looking for at bats until I can get uh, Giancarlo Stanton back. Seattle's gotten off to a hot start, and no one has gotten off to a hotter start in Seattle than Jay Bruce. Timmy, he's been very, very good. Yeah, a lot of people seem to, you know, write Jay Bruce off based on last season. Yeah, he's boring, and he was hurt last year. And, you know, he he just sort of, he was there, but nobody sort of wanted him. But, man, all he's done is hit home runs since he came into the league. Eight of his 11 seasons, he's hit a minimum of 25 home runs. And you can pencil it in. He's going to hit 25 to 30 home runs this year. So if you're looking for some cheap power, uh, give Jay Bruce a look. Yeah, I agree, Timmy. Uh, you know, just t- speaking on the Seattle Mariners for a quick second here, 9-2. and two. Yeah, it's a good thing they're in rebuilding mode, huh? <laughs> And you know the guy that I'm most happy for is Dan Vogelbach. He's batting four sixty seven, a couple of home runs at six RBIs today. It's a guy that I always thought could hit. He's got a little bit of power, and he'd never he'd get the chance, Timmy, and he'd wet the bed, and he'd get demoted. And it's really good to see him hitting. Yeah, he was on my he was on my short list. I cut him off the wire this week simply because there were so many names. But uh, I'm sure he's going to. Uh, uh, Get a mention next week, Rich. Yeah. Adam Conley, Timmy, uh, with Miami, only owned in 5% of leagues. Why is he on the list? Um, good question. After today, he took the loss. But I'm not convinced Sergio Romo's the answer. It's it's short term. Drew Steckenrider really has not impressed me. He really hasn't stepped up, you know, despite the fact that he's gotten gotten several opportunities. So I just thought if you're if you're fishing for cheap saves, you might find some from Conley. And he did get one Saturday night. So he is in the mix uh, in Miami. John DePlantier, we talked about him on the 10 with Tim earlier this week or last week, if you think Sunday's mm-hmm. the first day of the week. And mm-hmm. yeah, you got a chance to play today, Tim. Yeah, you, you know, I uh, how could I not mention him in my waiver wire article after recommending him on Thursday, Rich? It just wouldn't be right, would it? Yeah, I mean, do you th- still as a relief pitcher, though, right? Not as a starter yet. 
not as a starter yet, but I think I can see it coming. Okay, he's not a relief pitcher. He is a starter, and I think at some point in time he'll get that opportunity to start. So uh, I, I think right now is the perfect time to buy him because you can get him relatively cheap at some point in time when he does slot his way into that rotation. The price is going to be considerably higher. Yeah, and he's got good stuff, Timmy. His big problem, yeah. as we've talked about several times, is he can't stay healthy. Uh, but if he's out there pitching, I man, I'd, I'd be rostering him. Yeah, now, now's the time. Oakland's got a bunch of old guys. Marco Estrada is one of those, Timmy. Uh, he's broken our hearts before, but he's gotten off to a strong start. Yeah, it's got to be that 88-mile-an-hour fastball, Rich. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, but he's he he must have a really tough arm angle or something, Timmy, or be really able to paint the the black because he doesn't have great stuff, but he frustrates batters. Uh, it's all about timing with Estrada and the changeups working, and when the changeups working, everybody's off balance, and it it it's tough to hit against Estrada. And yeah, I don't know how Oakland does it. I mentioned something about the Fountain of Youth is located in the catacombs beneath Henderson Field. It, it could very well be because they've taken an awful lot of older pitchers and gotten great mileage out of them. Max Fried, Timmy, had a remarkable game against, yeah, against the Cubs, but it was a great game. A guy was heart, highly thought of coming out of the same school as Lucas, Lucas Giolito had a terrible start this year, so my uh, maybe he's a one-game wonder for me. But Max Fried, uh, you like the lefty. He's got a chance to pitch there in Atlanta, at least short term. You're telling people to go pick him up? Well, yeah, how, how can you, you know, how can you deny, you know, what, six innings, one hit ball, no walks. Uh, right now, he's a hot hand, so go get him. The only concern I have with Atlanta is the number of mosts to feed. Uh, you know, Soroka pitched a gem, apparently, at Gwinnett uh, this past week. I'm basically, I, I who, am who, taking... Who pitched a gem? Uh, Soroka. Oh, oh, Soroka. Okay, yeah. Fultonevich also pitched very well on opening night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Foldy's uh, going to be back soon. I'm I'm divesting myself of all Atlanta Braves pitchers, Rich. Uh, Wilson, Wright, uh, Toussaint. Uh, you know, there are so many mosts to feed there. Trying to pick the right one that's going to quench your appetite, good luck. Uh, I think... All season, we're going to see pitchers going in and out of that rotation, and I think it's going to be a very, very frustrating situation as an owner of, of some really good pitchers. It just through the uh, the sheer numbers in Atlanta, they're not going to get opportunities. So uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to cut bait on all of them. Wow, that's 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 a significant uh, comment. I'm assuming if Fultonavich comes back healthy, he sticks, though, right? Yeah, he will. Uh, what I'm referring to are the Bryce Wilsons, okay? Yeah. The Kyle Wrights, the Tuki Toussaints, uh, Soraka, okay? There are there are a lot of pitchers there. Who's going to be pitching in Atlanta? And when are they going to be pitching? And what sort of contribution are they going to make to your fantasy team this year? Well, I do think it's the guy who, who basically puts up the best numbers. And, and to me... The best pitcher out of all the guys you talked about is Soroka. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. the he's got the guy who's probably the most ready. Uh, yep. He's got, I think, the the blend of control 
and stuff that has a chance to do it. Tuki Tassana is the home run. If he, stuff could ever get back together, he's a lot like Alex Reyes. I mean, premium stuff, he can't throw enough strikes. He gets himself into trouble. And like Alex Reyes, Tuki Tassana is sitting in the minor leagues. Yeah, as is Bryce Wilson. He's a fine pitcher. Yep. You know, in, in many in many uh, organizations, he wouldn't have to worry about a roster spot, would he? I got a trade in a dynasty league, Timmy, and it was mm-hmm. Bryce Wilson. Yeah. Plus, my uh, it's a dynasty league. A first round pick next year, and a third round pick next year for Jacob Degrom. Like what? <laughs> it's Jacob Degrom. Who? He, you're not debating this, are you? Are, no, are you? I, I was. I was. <laughs> offi- I was offended. <laughs> like, like. Well, oh, that, you're you're a Jake Degrom owner. I'm the Jake Degrom owner. I'm like, like, well, yeah. like, like, what? Like, if you want the best pitcher, second best pitcher base, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and you're not starting off a trade in a dynasty league with two very strong prospects then it, it don't even like like what are you doing and Bryce I love Bryce Wilson but he's not one of those guys well no my response would have been uh thanks for the first half of your offer when do I see the rest of it yeah I remember our good friend Ian Kahn won at uh Jacob DeGrom in the league we played in he started off with Wander Franco that's the right opening salvo Wander Franco plus other guys will that get me Jacob DeGrom that's the right. And you can't say Bryce Wilson in my first round pick next year. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. I lost you there, Rich. But uh, again, it's, hey, if you want a picture of DeGrom's caliber, be prepared to uh, offer up a huge chunk of change for that right. Clint Frazier, outfielder with the New York Yankees. Uh, uh, Aaron Boone is indicating he's going to get a lot of at-bats. Yeah, and he had another good day today. Uh, uh, it almost makes me wonder if he continues playing as well as he is. Uh, does he find himself with a full-time job, and maybe Brett Gardner ends up being a fourth outfielder? I think that's where Brett Gardner's career is now, Tim. He's only signed for one year. Is Aaron Hicks going to come back, though? Yeah, they're going to have to find a way to get both of those guys in the lineup, assuming Clint Frazier continues to hit. But it's a good problem for the New York Yankees to have. It really is. So it would be um, it's a right field as judge. Yep. Hicks would be center field as he comes back. Does that then put uh, Frazier in left? Uh, I would say Frazier and Stanton becomes your full-time DH. Spelling Frazier, you know, you'll get some games in the outfield, but, uh, you know, maybe they'll rest uh, Clint Frazier against tough same-side pitching. Alex Gordon, Timmy, uh, you know, look, it's ridiculous that Alex Gordon's on this list. He's not that good, but he's gotten off to a hot start. Well, yeah, you know, hey, a lot of people lost uh, Mr. Stanton, and there's other outfields. Hicks, Hicks is another one. You know, you're looking to replace an outfielder. Right now, Gordon's hot, so give him a look. Brandon, Brandon Lau makes the list again, Timmy. Uh, I couldn't pass on that one. Joey Wendell hits a DL, so uh, I, I think he's going to get a steady uh, a steady diet of at-bats over at least the next couple weeks. And uh, he was, I believe, their, their leading RBI guy in spring training. So uh, I'm still expecting big things from Brandon Lowe. Tyler Malley's one of my guys, Timmy. I have always liked yes. Tyler Malley. 
played terrible last pitch, terrible last year, particularly down the stretch. I think he just wore out pitches in a terrible ballpark in Cincinnati can throw at 95, 96 miles an hour has really mm-hmm. good control. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Joe Musgrove. I mean, he's a good pitcher, not a great pitcher is, are we going to see uh, good things from Taylor, Tyler Mal- Malley this week, this year? Uh, I'm using the phrase guarded optimism. How does that sound? It's like a definite maybe, Rich. Uh, The potential is there. And uh, the reason that I like him a lot is he's got the Marlins next up on the schedule. That definitely helps. Uh, I think it's going to be a game game to game sort of situation i don't think i would i would want to you know have him pitching at at home or on the road against milwaukee right now but i'm also willing to pick him up and i believe i did in one league uh i think i might have got him in tote uh simply for that next matchup so watch him closely and uh, i certainly he's still young i haven't given up on that potential yet i'm just very cautious uh about where i'm going to use him but I, I think he's worth a look. John Duplantier, Max Fried, or Tyler Maley, Timmy? You got to pick up one this week. Who do you go with? This week, I'm going to go with Maley. Okay, for the rest of the season now. Uh, Duplantier. Okay, that's a good call, Timmy. AJ Minter, Timmy, you're still not a fan of Aroldis uh, Vizcayana, huh? Well, has Vizcayano given us any reason to be big fans? I got to say this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and and Minter got 15 last year uh, uh, co-piloting the back, uh, the back of the Braves bullpen. Yeah, Minter's going to get some saves. Yeah, I think he had a rough first uh, outing coming off the deal. I'm, I still think at the end of the year, Minter's going to have at least 10 to 15 saves. And right now there's an opportunity to grab him. So I would say go get him. Frankie Montas, Timmy, is your next guy. He has gotten off to a really hot start. And I love the inclusion of his next three opponents, the (laughs) Orioles, the Rangers, and the Blue Jays. Yeah, if he can't strike out 30, okay, in those three games, he's really, really having a bad time. You know the Jays in their four-game series, Rich, uh, against Cleveland? How many Jays Jays strikeouts occurred during that four-game season? four-game series i I, i'm assuming a lot to me but but that that, look the cleveland's got really good pitching but tell me say let's see four games i'm gonna say 51 uh you're nine light rich they got to 60 really 60 wow uh mark reynolds along with alex gordon makes the list yes well you know what uh some people actually play in NL only leagues and with McMahon out Murphy on the IL, he's going to get some at bats and Mark, Mark Reynolds will probably hit you some home runs over the next couple of weeks. Would you rather have Mark Reynolds or Rowdy Talese? I'd rather have Talese because I think, uh, long-term we're going to see the steady at bats. Uh, Mark Reynolds will be a fill-in until the walking wounded are back walking. Talese will be playing virtually every day for the balance of the season. Here's a great name, Trent Thornton. Yeah, I I like that name, and I've watched both of his starts, and I really liked what I've seen. You know, he he came out of the Houston system, and we didn't hear that much about him. The the Houston system is really good, isn't it, Rich? A little bit. They They kind of know what they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, we're looking at the situation where he's got the Rays, Twins, and Giants in his next three starts. Uh, there's there's a potential for some strikeouts there. You know, the Rays are playing well, but the Twins' offense is spotty, and the Giants' is non-existent. So, you know, 15 strikeouts in his first 10 and two-thirds, uh, it has me intrigued. Next guy is a guy who I like a lot. Uh, Alex Verdugo now has two home runs and six RBIs with four runs scored. In a part-time role. Uh, you know, you're looking at a situation where right now right now you can go out and you can get him. Uh, in the event of a, a major slump to one of the Dodger outfielders or an injury, uh, you're going to pay. So in deeper leagues, uh, redraft leagues, I, I think he's a, a reasonable stash. Yeah, but Timmy, I, I mean, they've got, they have a much, they, no longer they have Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp that uh, can get into a slump. I mean, their their outfield is is pretty strong. Ah, uh, it, it certainly is. But uh, like I said, in the, in, the event, in the event of an injury or serious slump, those at-bats could in- increase. And, you know, even right now, uh, how many outfielders on your team don't have two homers, six RBIs, and four runs scored, even in a part-time role? That's fair. That, That's it, fair. It, holds, it holds value. Yeah, just so you know, that so the Bellinger obviously is off to a really hot start. Pollock is going to be playing center field, but he gets hurt all the time. And and Peterson mm-hmm. batting two eighty, so those you know that first couple of games where he looked like the best player in baseball, coming back to earth a little bit. So I mean, the mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it is the Peterson kind of opportunity that Verdugo starts to take away some at bats there. Yeah, I, I just think uh, the way he is hitting right now, it may. He's he's going to see some opportunities. He's got a Timmy's got a plus hit to him. I mean, I I still think he's a three hundred at bat. I think he hits twenty home runs. I think he's a really good player. I mean, his he's had some makeup issues along the way, but I I like him a lot. Christian Walker is the last guy. Tim, thirty eight percent owned. Why do you have him on the list? Uh, because your boy Jake Lamb is going to be off for at least the next six weeks or so, and yeah, I think Walker's up to three home runs uh, now, and he's going to hit he's going to hit some home runs over the next six weeks. It wouldn't even surprise me if Walker gets really hot. Does Jake Lamb get his job back? I think Jake Lamb uh, starting to get past you know starting to get arbitration. I would not be surprised. He's probably got another year to year and a half to turn back into the player that he was a couple of years ago. If not, he's going to be DFA'd, and he could be his his career could be starting to wane a little bit here. Uh, yes, the job offers will definitely be there. Unfortunately, they'll be from the KBO. I agree. And Tim's great five under five dollar uh, thing. These guys got five names, and they're great names here, Timmy. I love them all. Dustin Fowler came up with the Yankees, uh, moved to Oakland. I can't remember for whom a couple of years ago. I do know last year we thought he had a chance to be get full time at bats. Got off slow, got injured. He makes it back on the list. Yeah, he does. Can we change that to five under five percent, Rich? Oh, not five dollars, five percent. My bad, Timmy. Of course, it's five percent, not five dollars. I will change that as we as we talk. Oh, thanks so much, Rich. Yeah, you know, Robbie Grossman owes me a huge thank you. Okay, because I mentioned Dustin Dustin Flower, uh, Fowler today. Grossman, I believe, had a home run today and actually looked like he belongs and wants to play at the the MLB level. So I'm expecting a thank you in the mail from Robbie Grossman any day, Rich. Absolutely, Timmy. It is now five under five percent. And like that, it's updated. 
Oh, it's like magic. It's like there magic was. to me. It's like, sorry about that. And I, I know it's, I named the stupid segment and I can't even remember what I, what I called it. So, uh, well, you know, Rich, if you, if you gave me control over the dashboard, I could make those changes uh, yeah. myself. Yeah, absolutely. It would be five under five, but it would be deleted. So we're not, <laughs> we're going to do the that. whole article probably. Yeah, so uh, let me bring it back up here. Let me go scroll down. We are five under five percent, and oh. where are we? Oh, keep going, keep going. Oh, oh. Duster Fowler. Next guy is yes. Wilmer Defoe. Takes the yeah. place. It sounds like of uh, Trey Turner. Yeah, I, uh, I, I liked. I really liked my short little blurb here. While Trey Turner is chilling for the next month and reading the How to Bunt Without Breaking a Finger Cliff's Notes, <laughs> Defoe should get the bulk of the at bats for the Nats. Still don't think um, uh, oh, Carter Kaboom gets an opportunity? Uh, I don't think the duration of the injury is such that they want to take and move Kaboom up for, for a week or two. I think they'll leave, they'll leave Defoe there. And the Nationals have enough offense. They can, they can survive with Defoe in that lineup for you know another two, three weeks. Uh, they're hitting up. They're starting to heat up, and they're pounding the ball all over the place. Lurie Garcia can hit a little bit. He can all over the power, a little bit of speed. He's a nice player. He's never had a chance to really get full-time at-bats. One year he did, got hurt. I own him in that draft-and-hold league, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm playing him, Tim. Well, he scored nine runs, runs already this year with a couple stolen bases. Uh, the White Sox have had him at the top of the order on a fairly regular basis. And he's owned to the tune of 4%. I, I don't get that one, Rich. Uh, I really don't. Zach Gallant, to me, with the Miami Marlins, who they're they're pitching a little bit better this year. Well, yeah, I had to throw one in for the dynasty leaguers out there. And did you you caught his uh, his opening uh, opening day uh, debut, did you, Rich? I did indeed, Timmy. 11 strikeouts. Oh. Yeah, seven innings of perfect ball. Uh, some impressive... Uh, and basically, he's totally, for the most part, under the radar. I checked my dynasty leagues; he's available in all of them. Yeah, he does uh, have he does have great stuff. I think he made my uh, my Marlins list, and we've talked mm-hmm. about him. So I think yeah. it's a great call out. I mean, look, you gotta just like people are looking at uh, waiver wires for Major League Baseball for their fantasy leagues. You also, if you're dynasty leagues, you gotta be looking at that you know first couple of weeks too, because you know short sample size, yes, but guys get off the hot starts and. Gallon is a great call out, Tim. Well, you know, how long are they going to keep wheeling my preseason favorite, Jose Ureno, out there? At some point in time, they'll start bringing up these kids, won't they? Absolutely. And uh, Alcantara has you know, done pretty well. So uh, it's, he was also in that, if I recall, in that uh, return with Alcantara with, uh, with Philadelphia. So uh, let's, we'll see what uh, Gallon can do here. And maybe he'll get called up. Timmy, I did go to opening night. Um, I went and saw. Oh, the, I was going to ask about that. Right. Yeah. I saw the Atlanta Rome, the low A um, mm. uh, Braves uh, organization against the low A of the White Sox. And I saw something that I'm sure it's been done in baseball sometime. I had never seen it. I don't know how I, it doesn't happen that often. First pitch of the season. And okay. inside the park home run. First pitch of the season? First pitch wow. of the game, first pitch of the season, a guy hit an inside the park home run. Again, I didn't check the annals of bat- baseball, mm. Timmy, but I saw it. I was there to witness it. A little kid named Austin Dean 
did it. Uh, got wheels. Don't know how much he'll hit. He's like five seven or so. Nice little ball player, but it was exciting, Tim. Last guy, Timmy, is Jason Martin, outfielder with Pittsburgh. He is unowned in CBS League. This is another great name. Yeah, you, you know, I believe uh, he's out of the Houston system as well. But, you know, right now the Pirates are having trouble keeping healthy outfielders. Polanco was hurt heading into the season, but Lonnie Chisenhall's on the DL. Corey Dickerson joined him. Uh, I, I, I like what I'm seeing. They, they brought him up, threw him at the top of the order. He went one for two, scored a run, stole a base. My whole problem is I know, Rich, okay, that as soon as Lonnie Chisenhall comes off the 10-day DL, they're going to send this kid back down even if he hits 600, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, Timmy. Yeah, that's that's who the Pittsburgh Pirates are and why they're terrible. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, 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 I just looked at that and said, i got to mention this kid's name because – at least for the next few weeks, he should get a steady diet of at-bats. And, and in an NL only, uh, you take whatever you can get, whenever you can get. I would just love to see them cut bait on Chisholm and Melky Cabrera and give this kid a job. It'd be wonderful, Timmy. We'll see if it happens, and we're going to take our final break. We get back, it's two-star pitchers. Sounds good, Rich. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I will once again implore you, everyone, to please read Tim's article on Monday morning or Sunday evening about who to pick up. I'm telling you, he wins leagues, big leagues, and he does it by picking these guys up and... Look, Alex Gordon, okay, you can snicker all you want, but there's a lot of other good names in there. And if Alex Gordon can provide you some digits here in the next couple of weeks, that might be enough to win a league. So there are great names in here. Uh, Down the road, Tim's going to be offering up uh, um, names to get a couple of weeks before they get brought up. I'm telling you, those are the names you've got to jump on. Thanks, Rich. Uh, I've always 
tended to look very, very deep uh, and as deep as I possibly can when it comes to the waiver wire. Um, I, I get that there's a lot of people out there that play, play 10 and 12 team leagues and it's an entirely different game, but most of my leagues are all 15 team leagues and as a result, things get a little thinner and sometimes you have to be both proactive and you've, you've, you've got to look deeper. The well, obvious answer is just team aren't league, there. You need to know these yeah. names, Timmy. Yeah, you might not well, want to be picking them up right now, but you need to know the names. Well, yeah, definitely. Like right now, Alex Gordon. Yeah, like you said, you you can chuckle, but right now, Alex Gordon is hot. If you happen to own Cedric Mullins and you're wheeling him out every every day, you might want to take a look at another option. Hint, hint, Tim. The, the the gods giveth and they taketh away. So the name Cedric <laughs> Mullins comes up again. Now, who recommended Cedric Mullins to the masses, Tim? I believe that was you. I was all over this Kepler <laughs> kit, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, that's Ooh, that's that's bad. That's bad, Timmy. That's bad. That's, that was that was downright nasty. That was, that almost, was downright nasty. <laughs> that was downright very well played, but downright nasty. So we're gonna we're gonna give you some kudos on that. Let's do quick two start pitchers, Timmy. Let's get out of here. Um, look, uh, starting at fifteen percent of CBS leagues is Trevor Cahill up against Milwaukee and at Chicago. So you hate the Milwaukee lineup, but you like the lineup, I think, at Chicago. What do you do? Um, you got to sit them. Uh, you really do. I There's just too much power in Milwaukee. And you know what? At some point in time, Chicago's going to explode and score a pile of runs. Uh, uh, no, I, I can't start Trevor Cahill this week. That's if just you actually take, take a look at Sunday games, because there's so many day games, Usually more runs are scored in day games than there are in night games, just saying. That's why Monday night games are always, if you're playing daily fantasy baseball, those are always the more interesting games because uh, guys travel on on um, Monday and or Sunday night Monday, and those are usually low-scoring games. Ah, interesting to know. There you go. Felix Hernandez, Timmy, it's remarkable that he's on this list. 12% started in CBS at Kansas City. Now, against Homer Bailey and home against Houston, you can't start Felix Hernandez, can you? Well, when I look at the list of other names on this list, uh, I'm assuming I have to start one. So, yeah, I'm going to give Felix Hernandez the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) It's a huge benefit and a huge doubt. So, good for you. (laughs) Well, you know, Homer Bailey – is far from being an ace. Okay, Felix is score. Uh, not Felix. Seattle's scoring a pile of runs right now. They're, they could they could uh, they could pound the Royals pretty good, and Felix could go five innings and get a victory. Brad Peacock had a really really shaky start today. I, I really wasn't that impressed with his effort, and if he repeats what he did today. Uh, Again, Seattle could score a lot of runs, so I'll take a chance on Felix. Yeah, I am gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna pause the po- podcast here for a second as I write this down. Homer Bailey is far from an ace. Got it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's insight like that that, that really. That's what keeps people control. coming, Timmy. That that's <laughs> what that's the candid kind of deep analysis we provide. <laughs> you, know, you know, Rich. Sometimes I fall off the edge, but I do live on it. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> There's another oldie but goodie, Derek Collin, home against San Diego and home against Colorado, and Hermaine Marquez, who is off to a pretty nice little start himself. 
Yeah, he's going up against two pretty good, uh, two pretty good pitchers. And let's face it, I'll I'll peg the over under on total runs scored by the Giants for those two games as three. How's that? Yeah, that's just, uh, it's just a really bad offense. Jose Urena, the aforementioned Jose Urena at Cincinnati and home against the Phillies and Bryce Harper. Um, I would rather start Felix Hernandez the rest of the year than Jose Urena this week. How's that? Oh, man. Okay. It's probably a bad trade, but okay. It's, I, I hear you on that. Okay. Homer Bailey, I'm assuming no. I don't even want to tell you who he's pitching against. I mean, we know it's Felix Hernandez, but uh, I'm assuming Homer Bailey, no? Uh, yeah, that's a no. Uh, I'm a little concerned about his second matchup. Hopefully, Mike Clevenger's back. It's not a serious itch issue. They pulled him after five today, yeah. uh, and we can't. We can't, as Mike Clevenger owners uh, out there, we can't be affording to lose uh, to lose, lose Mr. Clevenger for any length of time. And Andrew Kashner, home against Oakland and at Boston. I'm assuming. Once the Orioles come into town at Boston, they're going to be back to being the Boston Red Sox, and it could be an annihilation, Timmy. Yeah, that could be really, really ugly. Uh, you know, it's fine that uh, Baltimore beat up on the Yankees a little bit, but I don't think they're going to do that against the Red Sox. I, I, you know, Boston's just got that much better of a team than the Yankees right now, Rich. It's oh, brutal. Sorry. Boston's home opener, Timmy, is this week. Yeah, that's a, that's a horrible way to start the season, and I think it's been a contributing factor to to that start. Uh, but you know, you you look at the pitching hasn't been there, and you know they've been on the road forever. Uh, yeah, it's just you know it's just not a good way to start the season with an extended road trip like that. And, and they got some guys that simply you know Devers hitting, hitting a bit for average. But would you care to guess how many? Home runs and RBIs Raphael Devers has as of today? I don't know. I know he has one stolen base, Timmy. That's all I really care about because we have a steak and liquor bet on that. So <laughs> tell me how many home runs he has. I don't know. <laughs> he has no home runs. He has no RBIs. I'm thinking that's going to change with this homestand in a big way. Their home opener, Timmy, is on Tuesday the night. So they're tomorrow, tomorrow off, I guess, to get reacclimated to Boston. So And the season started on the 28th. So that's 9 plus 10, 11, 12, 13 days before they actually get home after traveling across country to play a couple of games on the West Coast before starting the regular season. Remember, they played Chicago and Arizona. They might have played two games against the Cubs in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And all that time in uh, spring training, that's brutal. That's a, I know they were the world champs, but boy, somebody can't be happy about the way the schedulers got them going this season. No, I, I know everybody has to make one long trip, but to start the season, that, that is absolutely brutal. The one thing that I would advise people this week when you're looking at your pitching is if you have any starters going against Boston in Boston, uh, I would be, I'd be willing to bet it's a good time to keep them on your bench because I, I really think uh, Boston's offense is going to wake up in a big way and there's going to be a pile of runs scored. Agree with you, Timmy. And that is a wrap, my friend. So, what do you got? What do you got going on this week? Ah, uh, not a whole heck of a lot this week. I'm gonna. Uh, I had a busy week last week. This week, I'm just gonna kick back as as we we head into what I guess it's week three of the season. Get my roster straightened around. Uh, my teams are coming around. I'm gonna watch some baseball and start assembling next week's waiver wire as soon as we get off the air with Dan Vogelback. How's that sound? There you go. And Timmy and I will be doing a 
podcast probably on Wednesday. Uh, mm. uh, so whatever we call it, 10 with 10. So uh, we're going to be doing that again. That was a big hit with everybody. We'll be doing ah, that. And, excellent. And uh, Dylan has written another article. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but uh, hopefully mm. get that published. My first article, Timmy, coming out uh, this week on minor league players, you know, how the first week has gone. We'll have an, uh, a weekly update on minor league players and who to potentially pick up in Dynasty League. So that's coming out this week. So a lot of good stuff. Wow, that's that's sweet, Rich. It, it's you know just a ton of content, and and I've got to pass something your way that that I heard from a listener this week, and they said, uh, Rich sounds the best that he has sounded in years. Much more enthusiastic, much more relaxed, and my comment was retirement is looking very good on on Rich Wilson. So I just wanted to pass that on that uh, the listening audience out there uh, definitely approves of your retirement, Rich. Uh, it's it's. It's it's pretty nice, Tammy. I mean, you, mm. as you know, you're you're kind of yeah. in the same situation as me, and there's something yeah. very, it's very free, man. That you get up, yeah. you have a loose idea of what you want to do for the day, but if something else tickles your fancy, you do it. Well, yeah, you know, it it absolutely boggled my mind over over the years, especially the last the last two or three years, Rich. You know, yeah, you're off to India. You're writing half a million words on rookies and prospects. You're attending seventy to eighty minor league games a year, doing weekly podcasts with with a, an incredibly heavy. Uh, expectation from your employer, and I really don't know how you do it. I, do, uh, I, I don't know how it, I did it, Timmy. I I, you know, I don't know how I did it. No, it, it's uh, and, and you know now you can now you can sit back and reap some of the rewards. And when you want to watch a game in the afternoon, or if you want to drive a couple hours and scout somebody, you can do it and you can relax. And it's it's got to be just a great feeling. I, really I will is. tell you, Timmy. You know what I have time for now? Mm. I can actually play fantasy baseball. I haven't played fantasy baseball, like, really done, like, analysis on major league players and who I should mm-hmm. be picking up, like, deep analysis until this year because I spent all of my time on the minor league prospects, and I let you kind of handle all the major league stuff, and mm-hmm. I think my fantasy game really suffered because of it. I, I really did. I was good at player evaluation and helping with drafts, and, but during the season, I did not have time to sit there and, and scour the waiver wire. I, I didn't have time. I didn't have time for it. I do now. Well, you know, knowing that now, Rich, I, I think I should really talk to Lori and we should get you a part-time job. I know, because uh, I'm actually <laughs> might, might give you a little run for your money, Timmy, in all the leagues we play in. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, Rich, okay? I, I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, next week we will, uh, next uh, Sunday uh, we'll be back as well. And we're going to talk about Tim's Tout War and Labor Team. So, Timmy, have a good week, man, because we want it to be a good review. I'm hoping it will be, Rich, and good luck to you on the waiver wire this evening and to your, all, your, all your fantasy teams this week. Be well, my friend. Be well, Timmy. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.